Today's episode of Bachelor Party is brought to you by State Farm. Like anyone looking for the right partner, you want someone you can count on, someone that's dependable, understanding, someone that'll tell it to you straight. When it comes to insurance, State Farm deserves a rose. They're always there when you need them. File a claim day or night with their app, which was awarded Best Insurance Mobile App 2019. Plus, they're great listeners with 19,000 local agents. They get to know the real you, so they'll help you choose coverage that's personal, not some cookie-cutter policy. So go out and get the one you deserve. Get State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Get a quote or find an agent at statefarm.com. Welcome to Bachelor Party. I'm Juliette Littman. I am joined today by my pal down Florida, Rachel Lindsay. Hi, Rachel. Hi, Juliette. Always a pleasure when I get to come on your show. Thanks for doing it. You know, I just was like, who's got the same interests as me? Because I'm going to be honest, not a lot of Bachelor news to go over. We'll we'll talk about some other stuff. Is it bad that I'm not mad at that? (laughs) It's kind of of a nice break. Everything is just sort of like... I think for the first couple of weeks, things have kind of like carried on, not as normal, but like there's been like a lot of activity. You can kind of like feel things slowing a little bit. And part of that is Bachelor Nation for sure. And again, I mean, I'm good, good. Let's just all take a beat. Let's not reach for certain things to happen, which I'm sure we can get right into. Because I actually I am very curious as to what you think about some of this stuff that's popping up. Like what? Well, let's just start by saying congratulations to our friend Ben Higgins who got engaged. I know. Did you know? Did you know? I did Tell not. The- and it, I Juliet. did not. No, I didn't. I mean, <laughs> he's been talking about Jess like they would get married for a long time, like for many, many months. I mean, I think about a year ago, he had just gone public with their relationship. You mean him were doing the, that Hulu special together. Uh-huh. And he was telling us about her. And he was like clearly smitten from the very beginning. So I don't think it's a surprise. I love the way they met. I love that he slid in her DMs, um, letting people know that that can be successful if it's the right people and timing. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) totally. I know. It can. It's almost like a perfect storm. Also, I think they did know like one or two people in common or like because of Wells. There's like slightly more than just like completely random DMs. But that seems more fitting. I can't see Ben just randomly DMing just a random person. So that makes more sense. I think there was like one kind of like tenuous connection, but there was like a little bit of one. But no, I I didn't know. In fact, I talked to him last Wednesday. He did the pod and he was like, yeah, me and Jess were just hunkering down together. And then two days later, he's engaged or whatever. He he I I heard from him like before it was announced publicly, but I didn't like know or whatever before um, before he did it. So anyway, I'm just I'm happy for them. I'm happy, too. I think that's great. It's nice to have some happy news during this time. So and I like that he didn't hold back. You know, he wasn't like, you know what? Let me push it back when when things are have flattened out. He's like, you know what? Nope. I've had this plan and I'm going to do it. And we appreciate it. I I know. And also it'll make their quarantine like happy. You know, it's like they are. It's like there's so much crazy stuff happening, but at least they have like this thing to ground them. I don't know. I think it's really sweet. It's also very it's very Ben. He seems very happy. The ring is beautiful. Great job by him. Yeah, Um, it is. Also, I'm happy for Jess that her manicure was still in pretty good shape because it means that in all the pictures, her nails look pretty nice, which you don't know, you know? I mean, it's the <laughs> I last couple of weeks. That. It's tough, but her nails look really nice. I'm happy for her. I know. As I look down at my nails right now, and yikes, it's pretty bad. Big mistake I mean, I to mean, go with black 
right before oh all of this happened. <laughs> I don't have anything on my nails, but I definitely need to get like a file to take care of them. It's 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 not in great shape. But you know um, what? We're we're you're not alone. We're all in this together, Juliet. So if I'm rough, you're rough. A lot of people are going to end up with weird at home haircuts, like a lot. Uh, speaking of that, Brian asked me yesterday if I would cut his hair. I've never cut a man's hair in my life, and this includes shaving. Oh and my God. um just just you know, wish me luck. Our quarantine time might change after this. What's your strategy? You're going to watch some YouTube videos? How are you going to learn? I'm just going to go for it. That's always been my motto, Juliet. I'm just going to wing it. I, I like with scissors I can... or a razor? What are we talking about? It here? is it is a razor. But don't okay. you set it on a number and you just go for it? I, I have a I steady have hand. I have no idea. Okay. Well, stay tuned. Stay tuned, Juliet. <laughs> I think it is a number, right? Because guys are always talking about like what number they use. Yeah. Or something. So how hard could it be? <laughs> I'm going to need him really to help me that. take out my braids later. So, you know. <laughs> okay yeah he'll he'll take care of it for you if you if you need exactly um, i mean a lot of people are gonna end up with weird haircuts but whatever um what's the other news that you're referring to that's been popping up well peter kelly everyone wants to know you know as soon as like oh yeah at first it was hannah and tyler i forgot what's about i've already forgotten about them peter well, and kelly. you know what Feels- let's move on no, I want, I'm glad you brought it up. I'm glad you brought it up because I think we discussed that a little bit when, when you were on a couple weeks ago. So Peter popped up in Chicago last week with Kelly and Clay and Dustin and him and Kelly were like very much not social distancing as he had like lifted her up and he was like over her shoulder and they just seemed very cuddly together. And it was suspicious that Peter was in Chicago in the middle of this nationwide quarantine. Well, um, I, I will say he's a pilot, so perhaps he he got there like through work or something like that. And he's given his opinions on the coronavirus via TMZ. So yeah, no surprise that he's out and about. I know, I know. Uh, and he's, I mean, he is still working, I guess, which is like nice. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. There, the rumors were there were a lot of rumors that Peter and Kelly had been hooking up um, in between, basically when the show ended and the finale. And I was like, maybe that's true. Who knows? Peter just seems horny. So like I could believe it. But I was just like, "Eh, I don't know. But now I definitely believe it. See, I'm of the belief that and this goes for Hannah and Tyler, too. If it was something serious and if it was for real, then they would make more of an effort to keep it private. But because they're so public with it, I feel like this is all just a friendship. I think that's true with Hannah and Tyler. I think that they are like playing into people being interested. They're probably hooking up, but like, do I think they're like dating and like super serious? No, like they're in this weird quarantine. Maybe they will be, but like not right now. But yeah, they're probably hooking up. I think Peter and Kelly, I don't think they knew they were being photographed. So I think they're different. I They were in such a public place, which yeah. they have since shut that area down in Chicago to enforce yes, social job, distancing. Um, but that was such an big place to be. Do you know what I mean? Like they could have hung out in a more secluded place. So I figured since they were out in the open in a very populated area where a lot of tourists go as well, since people seem to not want to enforce social distancing, I think that it's so casual. Yeah, maybe. Or maybe I just want to give Kelly the benefit of the doubt that she really wouldn't pursue anything serious with Peter like she's just having fun and just wants to see what he's like outside of all of this there's a bit of curiosity like being a former contestant on the show there's something exciting to be hanging out with people outside of the show because Uh you only met them in the bubble so you there's a curiosity there where you want to see how they are in real life 
And I think that that's as far as it goes with them. Maybe Peter wants more. I just don't think, I don't, I don't see it from Kelly. He's probably looking for safe spaces right now. You know, like anyone who he is like not like anti-Peter. I just feel like he's been through a whole ordeal and there's so much hate about him online, which he's aware of. I know. That I feel like he's probably just looking for people who are, who are friendly and kind. I just think showing up in Chicago is weird, but then I was thinking about it more because I saw him on his Instagram, like having having just landed in like Kansas City, and I was like, oh right, like maybe he's back at work and he's flying, so I shouldn't hold it against him as much. Like I do think there are some people that have to keep working right now, like maybe he's one of them. I I don't know. I, I the whole thing was just like bizarre. I, I was just like, are you serious? <laughs> they're they're popping up this way, but I just I don't think they were photographed. So I, I mean, I don't think they knew they were being photographed. So I think they ha- thought they had more privacy than they did. But mm-hmm. I don't know. Have you heard anything on the in the inside of the bubble? You you know, you have like the inside scoop that I don't get having. Been no, on the show. I haven't heard anything. I mean, I just and maybe because I haven't heard anything. That's why I also think it's nothing. Mm. Okay. Is there like a bachelor group text where it's just like when the, when some kind of news pops off, like you all talk to each other? <laughs> not at all, because the news would be out. These people do not know how to hold a secret. <laughs> <laughs> there's like a circle and then there's an inner circle. So no, 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 no. People don't know how to keep a secret. And I guess, I mean, I can keep a secret, but then when you hear, when you hear me on a podcast and you hear like, well, where's Rachel coming from with this? It's like, oh, maybe I should stop. Because <laughs> maybe I know something I know. you don't. <laughs> You're too public now. People can't tell you stuff. I know. I know. I was. We were having a bachelorette chat. I don't know if you saw this. Mm-hmm. We did a house party or Zoom actually. Oh, cool. Because it cut us off with the bachelorettes, and so oh, cool. it was me, Trista, Andy, Allie, Caitlin, and yeah. Wait, I'm forgetting somebody. Oh, Great and group. um. Deanna came in for a second, but then she had to go because it was date night. But it was oh, great. Funny. There was a lot of tea that was told. And then, of course, it was, Rachel, do not talk about this on the podcast. I'm like, <laughs> of course not. I would never. I never betray people's trust. I know how I to do keep think, a secret. Yeah. So if people like tell you stuff, you know to keep it to yourself. You you know what to keep off the airways. That's why you're great. Because a lot of the time, you know, you just say stuff that's out there, you will comment on. Yes. But I want people to feel like they can continue to tell me things, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'll write a book. Yeah. Who (laughs) who knows? Also, I I keep checking in on Colton and Cassie. I hope he's getting better. I think he is, but it's hard to tell. I'm sure. I'm sure he's getting better. I don't. I honestly don't know. I don't follow Colton, so I don't know. Oh, Um, I forgot. You guys, you guys aren't pals. I have never met him. I'm not pals Neither neither have I, Juliet. But I wish him the absolute best. I hope he is feeling better. Speedy recovery. Very scary. Yeah, I think so, too. Um, Any other news on The Bachelor front? Because I want to talk to you about Tiger King, which I know you've been watching. Oh, my gosh. Let's let's just, yeah. You you said it, and now that's all I'm going to think about. So we have to move on. Are you a true crime person in general? No. I'm not really either. But this show has literally swept the nation. I feel like it's the main thing people are talking about. I think... I, I'm not into true crime because then I start putting my lawyer hat on and I just start right. thinking about it in a non-fun way. So I can't get into that. But this was more than true crime. And I think maybe because I didn't know how it was going to end. It was mm-hmm. more of the fascination with the characters, even though they're real people, just the characters that they were. I couldn't get past yeah. it. Okay, so I, there's two things I want to talk about, and I'm glad glad that you're a lawyer for one of them. One is, I feel like, well, they kind of go together. If you had just been watching and you didn't hear anything about the show, I feel like you would have been shocked to find out that Joe Exotic is in jail. A hundred percent. 
At least for the murder for hire charge. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Probably not the animal. <laughs> sorry. Cruelty. Spoiler alert. Put that in there. If people, I'm so sorry. If people, oh my god, everyone's watched the show. It's okay. Fine. <laughs> okay. Don't worry don't about it. Said. Um, but the show is like so. I think pro Joe Exotic that I think you would be shocked to find out that he ends up being like the the ultimate. I don't know, villain, but like person in the wrong as it stands right now. Like I, I thought that the way the story was told, like that is a real shock. It was with that. The second part about the animals, which is they say it on there. That's why they tacked on all these other charges because they knew how weak the murder for hire was. So I think that if they if they they had just had murder for hire standalone, that charge, he would he would have been found not guilty. But with everything else, hard to prove that. It sounds like it. Now, I don't do (laughs) criminal (laughs) law, but when I was hearing them talk about how, you know, you have to hear them give a certain amount and then the money has to be exchanged and the guy has to kind of like be moving towards that, moving towards actually murdering someone. I was kind of like, that's a that's kind of hard. I guess you're not going to get it without somebody being wired to get the confession. But like an actual, like an actual, yeah. Like, or oh, someone being wired or like the wiring of money for them to like actually be yeah, paid for it. But I think the most confusing part was that, okay, if you're going to charge Joe, then you have to charge Jeff, Jeff Lowe. Right, right. That's what doesn't make sense. So I'm expecting charges to be brought against him pretty soon, especially now that this is all so public and people are outraged that Joe is in jail for so long. Right. Although... I don't. Is it an outrage that he's in jail for so long? I don't. I don't know. Like I'm. <laughs> I, I, Cardi B is really upset and is starting a GoFundMe. I know. I, I actually like. I don't have an opinion on that. But I, I, I do think that the way the show was edited, it is in some ways like so pro Joe that I was like, I don't know if Carol Baskin killed her husband or not. But I was like, I just feel like this is trying to make make you think it too much that I don't think she did it. You know, like they don't talk to anyone who defends her at all, except for her current husband. I don't think. (laughs) Yeah. What was his name? Howard? I don't know. (laughs) I don't think. I think that either he is living his life, his best life in Costa Rica, or she did kill him. One or the other. Maybe he just disappeared. Yeah. I don't know. I I don't know. (laughs) But it's like, it's like, do you, it's too, to me, it's like too easy to assume that she fed him to the tigers. I don't know. That's a pretty... <laughs> Juliet, that is a pretty <laughs> drastic <laughs> claim to make against someone. It's not that she poisoned him or that she... I mean, maybe that's what she did and then that's how she was able to, you know, feed him to the tigers. But it's, like, pretty outrageous to say, oh, yeah, you know, she killed him because she fed him to tigers. Like, whoa, that's huge. People just seem to hate her. Like, she must be awful in real life because people just hate her so much. Wait, who seems to hate her other than the family that she had him leave for her? Right. Well, the family and then obviously Joe Exotic and like people on his side. But like, was there anyone in the, was there anyone in the show who was defending her other than her husband? Well, the one guy who said Joe, not Joe, her whatever her husband's name was. He was like, yeah, he came in here and said, if I'm able to pull this off, you know, I'll be the smartest person ever or something like that. I'm paraphrasing. So I, that led to the belief that maybe he did just disappear. Right. Right. I, I think he disappeared. That's my, that's my personal take. I don't, I don't know. I just feel like people are so quick to be, be on sides on the show, but I'm on no one's side. Like okay. I, that's, that's my official stance. I'm like, I don't like any of these people and I don't believe any of them either. 
Well, here's the thing, though, with Carol. You have to look at her lies because, you know, she was she never tells people that she was keeping the animals for pleasure with her first husband. Yeah, that's true. She she tries to distance. She does distance herself a lot from the fact that she was like a major owner of them as well. Yeah. And she was labeling it a sanctuary and it wasn't. They were purchasing these animals. So it kind of leads to like she's not that credible. I and know, she's, but, no, and she's but neither little, is Joe Exotic. But he owns it, right? <laughs> he yes, he owns does. It. Carol, he does own it. Carol is cuckoo. Like, I, I mean, hey, hey, what does she say? Hey there. Hey, you cool cats and kittens. This is Carol yeah. here. This is Carol. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. There's, it's, she's just such an easy, I mean, there's also, there's been, did you read any of the articles or listen to the podcast about this? Because there's been a bunch, actually. And I went back and I read, like, one of the long reads about her. And she's been, like, the subject of a lot of fascination. Their their feud has not been covered quite as much, but she actually has been covered a lot. I think, like, the Tampa Bay Times wrote about her, like, In a good way or, so or a bad way? Ago. No, like, in a bad way. Like, it's just sort of, like, this is a crazy situation. This woman who used to own all these big cats and now, you know, is like, has this rescue or whatever. I thought... It was it was also like, I mean, it, 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 in the beginning, until you find out about the murder for hire, you're just like, this is a masterclass in pettiness. The Like all the shit that he does to, to torture Big Cat Rescue, essentially, with like, you know, using the name and music videos. It's just, but then I'm like, <laughs> but then I'm just like, but you can't call it petty because also so many people like actually got really harmed in terms of you know, what happened in this lifespan of Joe Exotic on the show. Like, it's kind of, it's kind of crazy. Like, I, I feel like I'm having a hard time processing it because like, there's so much serious shit in this show that defies belief. But on the other hand, it's so ridiculous and so sensational that it's hard to talk about it in a really serious way. Sensational is the perfect word, which is why you can't turn away from it. I'm still, yeah. I finished it like three days ago and I'm still thinking about it. And I think the reason that people, when you look at Joe... And you look at Doc, who still seems more normal than Joe. And then you look at Carol. Carol is like the lesser of those evils. So you look at her as more of the normal one. So Joe seems so outrageous and crazy. What gets me, though, is the power that Joe had over his workers and his lovers and his parents. It's like, what kind of voodoo is this man cooking up on this farm in Wynwood, Oklahoma, where he can, it's like he's got mind control over anyone he comes in contact with. I mean, my God, who gets their arm bitten off and comes back to work five days later? I don't know. (laughs) Like that, that was crazy. And it's all just because they want to like, pet these tigers I, I don't know and then all there's so many horrible things happen there was two moments that really stood out to me as I was like holy shit how is this real one was doc making the woman get breast implants like so basically <laughs> like his big cat catalog she looked hotter that was like deeply upsetting to me and the other Same. was the the foraging for meat and all of and like and oh. how they the, the scheme to steal the meat from Walmart essentially and then like having all the expired meat that like both went to the cats and the employees. I was just like, are you fucking kidding? Like, this is this is crazy and depraved and, like, deeply upsetting. I think that's part of it. Like, not only is the animal abuse, like, so horrible and obviously murder for hire and potential murder from Carol, but, like, right. these people's lives were just, like, so many things about it. I was just like, how is this real? It's so sad. And I think that that's too, I 100% agree with you. And I think that's what draws you into is you're like, I've I've heard about this. 
I've seen people, but this is, I'm really watching how these people live and how, and that there is a whole group of people who function like this. I mean, he treated, he treated those people like they were the animals. You know, the only thing they weren't, they weren't in cages, but the way he was feeding them, the way he was talking to them, that's why it's so ironic how it all ends where he is caged like an animal. He is being, you know, it's. That's a good point. It, That's it's a good point. I didn't think of it that way. Yeah. I mean, that's all. I thought, oh, my gosh, this is a full circle moment. He is one of the tigers. It's just like the the all of the facts around both Carol and Joe are more, are almost in some ways more shocking than Carol and Joe themselves. Because you're just like, OK, one one a couple crazy people or a couple really like wacky people. But there's just so many details you just can't make up. And like part of like you said it well, like the things that people would do for Joe Exotic, like, you know, his marriage to two guys at once, like being in a polygamous polygamous (laughs) marriage and just how much they were willing to endure to like make a hundred dollars or $150 a week with these big cats. It was, it's just shocking. I mean, that is why people keep talking about it, but also I find like the memes of it almost like disturbing as well because I understand it's like so sensational but it's also so so upsetting wait I don't know if I've really seen a lot of memes well just people there's so many tweets about Carol Baskin if she did or she didn't and you're right though because I put up a story talking about it more so I was like why is no one talking about that Joe is not really the voice behind these music videos. And then people started sending me all these articles and they were like, no, this has been talked about. The guys are suing. But the main question everyone wanted to talk to me about was Carol. Yeah. Do you think Carol killed her husband? Did she do it? I, I, know. I don't know. I mean, Juliet, I've even found myself pulling out my tiger print stuff or leopard print stuff. I was wearing leopard print pants the other day. I've just been so affected by Tiger King and I, I can't help it. Well, you're going to not wear them? It's not like it's real tiger. No, I wore them. I wore them. And I was like, Brian, who am I? (laughs) Oh, my God. That's really funny. (laughs) Also, a lot of other information has come out in the meantime. Like, I don't know if you saw this, but um, Doc is on stage for that famous Britney Spears performance when there's the tiger behind her at the VMAs in 2001. Like Somebody just sent it to me. Isn't that crazy? And people think that Carol was in the audience for the performance, but I, I don't believe it. I don't buy it. I don't know about that. But Shaq had to come out and put out a statement that said, listen, I don't know him. I didn't know all this was going on. I just visited the farm. Right. Because Shaq bought a tiger. Wait, I didn't know he bought a tiger. Oh, he didn't. He didn't buy one. He just went. OK, day. I thought I thought he for some reason I thought he bought one. But you're probably right. And I'm probably wrong. I mean, it is like a thing. And I guess like I also didn't realize that people like, I don't know. I'm such like a northerner. I've lived in New York and California, like in, in Chicago for all of my life. So like I'm very out of touch with a lot of culture. I didn't realize that like these kind of like these zoos that are like, owned by random people aren't aren't totally one offs. Like they're, you know, no. the statistics are crazy about how many tires are in America. I've been to one. I you have. There, yeah. Where? There's one outside of Austin and it was for a birthday. My ex-boyfriend took me to like this private zoo. And at the time it was no, it was not. (laughs) But he was a Longhorn player. No, it wasn't Kevin. (laughs) It's a great question, Julia. Oh no, no, no. I don't blame you. Because I said it was outside of Austin. No, it was my ex before I went on the show. And he took me for my birthday, and there were giraffes, and you could only go if you were a friend of this guy. He was getting it ready for the public. So oh, there were God. giraffes, there were ostriches, there were tigers, there were lions. I mean, anything you can think of, it was just there. 
and now I'm nervous because I'm like, what if what was going on at Joe's place is the same thing that was going on here? I mean, hearing oh the God. fact that there are four, less than 4,000 tigers out in the wild, but five to 10,000 living in captivity is insane. Like, it almost needs to I start a movement. When corona blows over, we need to work like, on this. I agree with you. I didn't know they were, like, endangered, basically. 4,000 birds you. I had no idea. I didn't it's, either it's, at all. It's wild. It's absolutely wild. I, I also, like, I I remember saying last week to coworkers, like, a week and a half ago, and I was like, I think the Tiger King wave will be short. Like, I just think people will get over it. I was so wrong. Like, this is like, a, I feel like a week and a half is like a pretty long phenomenon for currently because everyone's days are like both so long and so short. But for people to still be obsessed with Tiger King after 10 days, I feel like it's like a long time for them for the well, show. I mean, it is. If, if we weren't in quarantine right now, I probably would have never seen Tiger King. Just to be honest. I don't know. Netflix true crime stuff like really takes off, like making a murderer and wild country. Like Netflix is good at true crime. Wild country. See, I've never even heard of that. Oh, you should watch it. It's pretty good. It's about a cult in the state of Washington. Really? Yeah. What was the other one? Mate. What was the made in America? Make making, making a, a murderer. Making murder. I couldn't get into that. Yeah, I tried. All of these. Sh- My problem with true crime is like it's just it's always really bleak. Like there's a sensational aspect to it that draws people in. I totally get that. But at the end of the day, these stories are really fucking sad and bleak. And like, there's so many, as we've just discussed, there's so many aspects of Tiger King that are just like wildly depressing that I'm just like, I can't like, I, it took me a long time to get through it. Cause I just was like, Oh my God, really? this is awful. Yeah. Okay. If, if they make a movie out of Tiger King, which they should, yeah. Um, would you watch it? I think I'd prefer the movie version, actually. I think it would be I like would Holly, too. Hollywood up. So it'd be like less depressing, probably. I think it would too. And that's the other thing I found so ironic about Joe is he was his whole life, he wanted to be famous. And now he yeah. is, and he can't even enjoy it. I know. I know. I feel like that happens to a lot of people. Even if you're not in jail, you're like, I really want to be famous. And you get there and it sucks. But for him, I mean, it's even weirder. I think that also the other reason why the reveal is like so big is because he does all of the interviews. So you're just like, how do they do these interviews with him if he's in jail? This is true. <laughs> it's like, true. I, I, I was like, wait, how do they do this when I found out? But they did it over a long period of time. Also, the other thing is the guy, one of the producers, like also opened all these clubs. Like it's, it's kind of funny. Like the, the people behind this, this series, like have like a lot of juice behind them. Like, first of all, Fuck Jerry is one of the producers. It's from Jerry Media. I didn't know that. Yeah. I mean, he probably like, you know, that probably means he gave some funding to it and wasn't necessarily involved creatively. But nonetheless, I mean, he's a part of it. And then um, one of the producers uh, is Chris Smith, who also worked on the fire documentary. Okay. And so did fuck Jerry. So that makes sense. Yeah, exactly. And that was a great documentary, too. I mean, Obviously, they know what they're doing. And then Eric Good, who I believe is one of the executive producers, he um, also like opened like the Waverly Inn and like all these clubs and, and restaurants before becoming conservationist like a few years ago. Kind of wild. It's it's though it's a it's just like a perfect storm of a cultural phenomenon that is just really fascinating. And regardless of how you feel about the people in it and the stories, like we're it, it does. It's such a completely fascinating series yeah. that so many people just can't look away from. It's and pretty, we almost it's pretty... didn't get it. I think that's what's crazy, too. He was looking at snakes. Remember that? How it starts yeah. off and then they open the door and he stumbles on this tiger and he's like, whoa, what's this? And he finds this whole world. It's like, just imagine if he had never opened that car door. We never would have gotten the gift that is Joe Exotic. 
The other thing that's really funny is, um, as it relates to the snake versus tiger, that Britney Spears performance is famous for her holding a snake, not a t- not the tiger in the background. So I never even knew there was a tiger in the background. Now that I'm thinking about it, I think I like vaguely knew, but obviously the snake takes is front and center. Absolutely, and the dance moves. Yeah, the dance moves. <laughs> um, I really enjoy the Britney Spears TikTok meme. Speaking of Britney Spears, just throwing that in there as I as I continue to explore TikTok and all the dances. Yeah, you'll have to keep me updated on that one because I'm not <laughs> I'm not familiar with this TikTok. Oh my god, there's. <laughs> It's it's ridiculous. In these unusual times, Rothy's hopes brighten your day with beautiful, sustainable products and content. Rothy's is the company that makes stylish shoes and bags for women and girls out of repurposed plastic water bottles and marine plastic. I have two pairs of Rothy's and, you know, they're great shoes. They last for a long time. They're super comfortable. They're chic. And you can feel good about them because they are sustainable and they have a morally conscious mission. Rothy's shoes are perfect for life on the go. They're ultra comfortable as soon as you slip them on with a zero break-in period. They're stylish, comfortable, and their various styles come in an ever-changing array of colors, prints, and patterns. And they always come with free shipping and free returns. As an added bonus, Rothy's has kept 50 million single-use plastic bottles out of landfills. And another major bonus, Rothy's are fully machine washable. Check out all the amazing shoes and bags available right now at rothys.com bachelor. That's Rothy's, R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash bachelor. Style and sustainability meet to create your new favorites. Head to rothys.com slash bachelor today. I hope by this point you've tried the new Bud Light Seltzer. Bud Light Seltzer is 5% alcohol, only 100 calories, and it tastes great. You should definitely get some on your next run to the grocery store as you're stocking up while you're staying home. Also new from Bud Light is Bud Light Lemonade. It's a premium light lager made with real lemonade for a refreshingly crisp taste. You know, I think either of these drinks would be perfect for while you rewatch The Real Housewives or The Bachelor or whatever it is that you are watching on this particular day. Bud Light reminds you to stay. Bud Light reminds you to please stay home to keep you and others safe. Bud Light Seltzer and Bud Light Lemonade both taste just as good hanging out on the couch or having a virtual happy hour with friends. To get beer delivered to your door, head to drizzly.com. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y.com. And first-time Drizzly users can use the promo code BUDLIGHT, one word, at checkout for $5 off. Some state restrictions apply. Um, Let's move on and talk a little Vanderpump, shall we? Yes, we shall. Vanderpump feels so normal and, like, regular compared to Tiger King. It's so funny because it used to seem, like, crazy, but... Vanderpump people are just like basically suburban Americans and Tiger King is its own world. It's it's just like a really funny contrast. You know what bothers me? Right? It is a funny contrast and it's it's quite upsetting if you've been following Vanderpump rules from the beginning. It's definitely yes. taken a turn in the wrong direction. Their friendships falling apart is really sad to me. Well, is it just me or is I think what I love so much about about Vanderpump is it never really seemed like it was forced drama. It just seemed like these yeah. people are, are just crazy and dramatic. Some of it maybe yes, with like the Faith story and Jax. And even though I think it was true, it was just a lot. Oh my God, definitely true. He definitely had sex with Faith. Come on. Don't, I know, but I mean, Faith, don't let Jax off the hook here. No, no, I think that they did. I think just Faith, I felt like her motive for doing it was to increase her popularity, I guess is what I'm saying. Oh yeah, so, she wanted to be on the show. Right. So, and Jax was just being Jax. But now I feel like their fights and their drama just seems so calculated and I'm not enjoying it. Like, why are you mad at Tom? How are you not over it at this point? Why are you still bringing that up? It's because that's the only drama that they have in their lives right now. 
You know, I, I'm more annoyed by Jax bringing up how much money he spent on the wedding because I don't believe it. I'm just like, Jax, you got a lot of this sponsored and Bravo probably paid for a lot of it too. So I'm just like, okay, man, settle down. No, I don't know about that. I've heard rumors that Bravo doesn't pay for weddings that way. Really? Yes, I've heard that before. And I do know, I mean, we came out of pocket quite a bit as well. We didn't sponsor the entire thing because, you know, you get you get maybe a basic level. And if you want to up it, then you have to come out right. of pocket for that. And they did a oh, lot of extra things. So they probably did. Okay. But like all their alcohol is sponsored. You know, that's like a huge expense. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would think so. Unless they want a top shelf and they had to bring it in. They probably got some alcohol sponsored, but then the rest of it they had to provide. I feel like the Vanderpump crew doesn't need top shelf, but maybe I'm wrong now. Maybe they're <laughs> no, all fancy. They're new now. Yeah, they have homes and yards. And it's, it's a new day in Vanderpump rules. Next thing you know, one th- of them is going to be a real housewife. Oh, my God. Seriously. Who do you think is most rec- most likely to end up on The Real Housewives? Stassi. Yeah, Stassi. As soon as they said it, I was like, oh, it's obvious. Dumb question. Um, I think Lala would think it would be her, but no. Lala was supposed to get married in like two weeks or three weeks and they had to cancel the wedding because of coronavirus. Yeah, that's really sad for everybody that's happening too. I can't even imagine. I know. I know. It really, really, really sucks. And like just a huge bummer. But um, I think that their fights are real. So last week, basically Jax is like still dragging Sandoval and he's annoyed he has to go to Sandoval's party. But yeah. even there's that, but then... Kristen is totally falling out with Stassi and Katie. And that's definitely very real. Like the thing, the thing is that they're still talking about it. Like Kristen went on watch, watch what happens live a few weeks ago and was saying she didn't know she, she'd be invited to Stassi's wedding. Like those friendships have ended, which I, I just think is sad. And, you know, maybe they would have anyway. I think what's fake is like, if you have a problem with a friend, you just kind of like, you don't really like go to the camera. You'd be like, I'm going to confront this person now. Like, I'm going to talk like Stassi wouldn't be like, okay, let me talk it out in front of the camera about how I no longer like Kristen because you just like sort of you let it go you move on from each other but I think what's fake is how they have to like talk out all the drama well let's be honest that friendship should have been over a long time ago the moment you found out about Jax that friendship should have been dead you should have never that's a good point how did I forget that it's like yeah you should have left this behind moved on girl you did what you did with Jax and then she slapped the shit out of you so it was pretty much over I think that's something you never really get over there's no way you don't look at Kristen and see that there's no way you don't look at Stassi and think about that there's just no way that's a good point that's a really good point because like yeah and you just you can't force a friendship the stuff they overlook is the stuff they overlook is like is bonkers I mean Jackson. Sandoval is the same thing. I mean, exactly. Exactly. I, I forgot about that. Exactly. I think they've been trying to force these friendships, maybe for the sake of the show or for the group. And after a while, you just can't do it anymore. You know, people change. Time, you know, time affects things, and you know, they're just they've just grown apart. I mean, Bo is really good for Stassi, and I just think that she's just a different person now. She's not going to play into whatever it is that Kristen's doing. And she, yeah, she also um. She she just like has her own career. Like people like really care about her. The show like obviously helps her platform, but it's not the only thing she has going on for her. Right. Her book is very very popular. I, so have you read told. it? No. Yeah, I haven't read. No, 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 no. I heard no. it was good. One of my friends read it. I yeah, I think it's catered to a certain audience. You know, next next something about being a basic bitch. I, I I'm not quite sure. <laughs> next basic bitch or something. Yes. I don't know. I think I think <laughs> it's um I believe it's called. Oh, shit. I can't remember. Hold on. I'm going to look it up. But it's called... Oh, it's called Next Level Basic. That's what it's called. Okay. I had a couple of words in there, right? Yeah, you, you, had, you had part of it. 
you had part of it. But I, Stassi's just so much smarter than everyone else in the show. Like, it's just not even close. That's, Agreed. That's part of, part of why she's so good. It's like, she's just so much smarter. But I have to say, like, there's not a lot of fun in their relationships. But Tom's, Tom's, uh, everyone be extra birthday party was pretty incredible. It's the most Tom thing I can possibly imagine. And normally he gets on my nerves with that kind of stuff, but I loved the party. I loved the party too. I loved the party as well. I also liked the people who dressed up as former costumes that Tom wore. I thought everybody was going to do that until the party kept going and I realized that wasn't the case. Until Um, Sheena dressed up as sex? Yes, Sheena. (laughs) Just like... Sheena, that's there's always one in the franchise, right? Like there's I would I would probably say it's Robbie in the Bachelor franchise. It's Sheena and Vanderpump Rules. It's just the de- the the desperation is just it's beyond sad. I know. It's it's, ex- it's extensive. Poor Sheena. She's like my worst case scenario. No, not poor Sheena. Not poor Sheena. It's just <laughs> it's sh- the girl's got to leave the show. It's like that's that's who you look at and you're like I do not want this to happen. To me, if uh, speaking from a reality TV star person, that is what I do not want to become. But every franchise has one. I don't want it to be me either. She's like she's like left behind by all of her friends. It's really brutal. I feel for her. I don't. It's you're just hanging because she's hanging on for to be relevant and she's jumping into other friends. And that's that to me because she's 30 something. I think she's she's our our age. age. Yeah. Yeah. Do you not want more for yourself? Do you not want to do something? I mean, look at what Stassi's done. Even Kristen has a t-shirt line. Katie has, I don't know, one time she was doing something with makeup. You know, Lala's into acting. People have other things that they're putting their energy to, into. And I just, Sheena's just putting it into younger men. There was that really funny moment where where Katie was saying she was too busy for um, Kristen. And then they do like the flashback of her just like, being like lying in bed and basically doing nothing. It was savage. Yeah. It was really funny. <laughs> Their editing is really, really good. It's so good. It's so, so good. It's one of the best things about the show. I like really admire it. I recently went to um, where they do post-production and it's like this incredible operation with like so many edit bays. Like they really know what they're doing. It's very, it's, it's pretty cool. Like it's a, regardless of the drama, it's still like a really well-made television show. And they were like the first ones to do it because I feel like after that, I started seeing real housewives do things like that. Bachelor even started doing things like that. It's, it's, it's really good. Um, Can we go back to the party for a second though? Yes, I'd love to. Um, Tom's, Tom's party, Tom Sandoval's party. The biggest moment was mm-hmm. the confrontation between Raquel and Lala. And Lala, yes. And Lala, oh, I know what you're gonna say. Sober Lala is so she's so great. You know, sometimes you're like, is it the alcohol that makes her funny, or does she have she's these singers? Sober. Yeah, she's got. She's definitely knows how to hit you where it hurts, but say it in such a condescending, condescending way. I, I loved it. Do you think? So my question is: Do you think James and Logan really had a little something, something going on? I do. I do, too. Poor Raquel. I do. Now, that's somebody you can feel sorry for. Poor Raquel. Raquel? Oh, my God. So poor Raquel. If you're, if someone, even a friend, let alone your boyfriend, texts you what James texted her, how do you stay with that person? (laughs) You don't. You just have to let them hit rock bottom. It's, it's really rough. Because haven't you had that friend where you keep telling them this is this is wrong or, you know, you try to give them advice yes. about a situation and then you just eventually, for the sake of your friendship, you just have to back away and say, yeah, no, learn on their own. It. And I'll be yes, here for you when you fall. 
Yes, 100%. And that's also not what they're doing with Kristen and Carter. It's like, we don't care about Kristen and Carter. Just let let, it, let her be and she'll get over it when she's ready. Right. But oh, I my think, God. But, I, but in their defense, though, I think it's like, we're trying to let you be, but then you keep talking to us about Carter. So it's got to be one way or the other. Either you take our opinions or you stop telling us information. <laughs> it's got to be one or the other. They also, she brings him around a lot, which I think doesn't help. Oh, he's such a, like, a wet noodle. Yeah, he sucks. Carter Ugh. really does suck. No thanks. I know the producers don't like him either, which is, a, which is like, a bad sign. It, isn't it a bad sign? <laughs> yes, <don't. laughs> definitely. On The Bachelor, do you ever know, do you know, like, as the lead, if the producers do or don't like one of the contestants? Yeah, yeah, you kind of gather that. But not in a way where they're just outright saying, I can't stand this person. You just see... Right kind of the situations that they that they'll put people in interesting i'm just curious like if they'll put them on the two-on-one or something definitely if they're on the two-on not everybody though because i would say corinne on nick season was on a two-on-one and corinne was liked everybody right. likes corinne she's out of the mix now though because she obviously had the incident but she's another one who i'm just like girl what are you gonna do in this post-coronavirus world where like the you can't just be like an influencer uh, that's, a man. That's, what I think that's the next step. They that they seek men. I guess you're right. Ugh, I'm not looking forward to that. That's <laughs> never going to be you, Juliet. Don't you dare! Don't you dare say that. No, I, I will. Be, not for I me. will be the Stassi and the Katie in this situation. I will not <laughs> let this happen to you. No, that I don't. I don't think it will. But I'm just saying, watching that unfold for so many people across social media and reality TV, I'm just not looking forward to it. But I don't know. Um, also, with Raquel and Lala, like their fight also seems kind of fake to me except that i don't think lala is a faker like i i would be like this is just for cameras except i don't think lala does that like i think she's just she's just her no i don't think that i think that's a real fight i well i don't think lala was trying to fight with her she's just kind of like girl really you still believe that lie and raquel's just like yes yes i believe him and she's just laughing at her yeah raquel I feel like also she's she's in the in the same name family as you, Rachel Raquel. I feel like Don't you know it's not good representation. Don't do that to me. <laughs> <laughs> that is mean. I, I hate rebuke it when people that. Call me Julie. I that. Absolutely not. There's no similarities here. <laughs> I, it's still like a really fun show to watch, even if it's not as good. Particularly right now, it's still like a great a great safe place of like you know I'm just gonna hang out with these people for a little while. See, go to their lizard funeral at the Mondrian Hotel, which is completely insane. Like, okay, is that sure. where they were? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Schwartz even says it. He's like, yeah, I'm gonna have a funeral at the Mondrian, which is so out- outrageous. Also, I liked that because you could see in the background of like every shot, all of the ca- all of the cast like taking Instagrams to post on their channels. Oh, like, I didn't even pay attention to that. Yeah, like you could see like Ariana doing it. It was just, it was like clearly um, a location that's easy to rent out. So they had the funeral there, but it was really funny. Love Schwartz. Shout out to Schwartz. I, I really do like Schwartz. I mean, he could never be too. my man, but I, I do enjoy him. Yeah, um, he's too weak, but yes, I, I agree. I really, really want you to get into Shaws of Sunset. Okay. I have watched it in the past. I will watch it so we can discuss it. You want to talk about the gift that keeps giving. Okay. It's Shaws of Sunset. You right, just I, don't understand. I'm in. It's, a, it's like a really good time in reality TV because this week, both um, Real Housewives of New York and The Challenge come back. Plus, Top Chef is on. Do you watch Top Chef? I don't. I can't get into oh, food shows. Great. Top Chef is so great, though. 
Um, but I didn't that. know New York was coming back. Yes, on Wednesday. I'm so excited. And can I just say, we have been spoiled by having at least three cities on at one time. So I'm I not know. sure what's happening here with it just being Atlanta. But if anybody from Bravo is listening, I don't like it. Well, Beverly Hills is coming back soon, too. So we yeah, have a lot of it. Come on. I need three. Three at a time, at least. I keep thinking I missed a day. I'm thinking of watching Atlanta from the beginning, and then we can talk about that, too. Oh, my gosh. You have no idea how many characters you're about to... I, I might start watching it over again with you. I know I like know a lot about it, and I've dropped in and out, but I've never committed to it the way that I've committed to New York, and it just seems like a great time to do it. Oh, my... You could just watch episodes with Kim and NeNe, and that's enough. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Nene's I'm jealous. Well, I'll report back on my journey. It'll be good. Because once New York starts up, the new season, I, you know, I've been watching old ones, which is still so great. I'm just like, well, I'll just watch Atlanta go along with it. We got at least another month of quarantine, so why not? Yeah, no, old school Real Housewives of Atlanta is everything. It's, this is nothing compared to it. The early seasons of Housewives are so good because they don't really, they're, they're all very petty and they get into these ridiculous fights, but they are like not quite as aware of how the whole machinery works and they don't like talk to the press in the same way. So it's kind of a more pure experiment and it's so much fun. Except, and it hurts me to say this, except Dallas. Mm. Dallas has been awful. I've heard it's not good anymore. It, it never was. The first season all they talked about was poop and charities. It was oh, awful. God. It was, uh, yeah. Not Mm-mm. for me. I'm skipping that one, but I'm going to try Atlanta and I'll, I'll let you know how it goes. Did I'm I tell you that they wanted it. me to come audition for Dallas? They did. Did I tell you that? Like recently. No. Really? <laughs> recently. Oh my God. You're I like, said, sorry, I live in Florida now. Yeah. I said, I live in Florida, but I, I couldn't do that. I could never do no. Real Housewives. I like no, to watch mo- it. I don't want to be a part of it. You're moving on to other things. Yeah, you're not going to be a Sheena. I don't know. Okay. We can put a period there. I'm, that's all you needed to say. <laughs> You're not going to be a Sheena. Um, Rachel, thank you so much for talking to me today. I'll, we'll check in as I start watching Atlanta. Um, check so out Tiger King you. if you guys haven't. We've, we didn't really spoil it for you. It's so sensational that even if you know everything that's going to happen, you still have to watch it to believe it. Yeah. And on Thursday, I'll finally be back with Jacoby. We're talking Challenge and Vanderpump. I'm super excited. I promise it's going to happen. And I hope everyone's hanging in there. Um, Stay safe. Stay indoors. Rachel, good luck in Florida. I hope people get inside. Thank you so much. Yes, you guys stay healthy. Social distancing. Social distancing is the way to go. And uh, thanks for listening. Check out the rest of the Ringer Podcast Network and theringer.com. 